episode three, TNG Sports Podcast. We're back again here with my co-host Ty Thornton. Let's get it going. We both saw the Star Wars trailer. This is our little pop culture tidbit we've added at the beginning. Yes. What did you think of it? Three-word review. All right. I got it. Somebody important dies. That's, I just that's got that little, vibe from it. That's a little vague. I, got I that like vibe that, though. I get that vibe, too. No, you just I'm gonna, feel that song. It's the yeah, ninth episode. It's I'm gonna the go, end of the uh, trilogy. I'm going to go <clears throat> incoming epic conclusion. That's yeah, that's perfect. That, that is you, perfect. Where, where do you think it's going to rank among the, what is this, Some, nine? Yeah, somewhere in the middle, I would say. In the middle? It's Yeah, it's not going to rank. What's your best high. one? I mean, I love The Empire Strikes Back. It's I feel classic. like the second movie in is always the better one, I feel like. Empire Strikes Back, and then I love The Last Jedi, too. The last one that just yeah, had? The last, yeah, the last... Yeah, like, was so did that sick. vision thing at oh, the end. Oh, that, was that was sweet. That was so sick. That was so bad. That was, oh, Luke's such a badass. Oh. Best Jedi in the history of Jedi. Well, he is the main character of Star Wars. Yeah, oh, he, was, that was perfect. He's over Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. any day of the week. And Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. <laughs> Qui-Gon. <laughs> All right, that's our little uh, All right, pop culture section. Now we're past the pop culture section. Right into the... The main news. First degree murder that was committed in Arlington, <laughs> Texas on Sunday around 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. What do you have to say about the game? All right, well, it was, it was just heartless, uninspired football that we just witnessed. I mean, it was over from the very first offensive series for the Eagles when Dallas Goddard fumbled that ball. As soon as that happened, you just saw the life just taken out of the Eagles. No fight whatsoever. They gave up pretty much from the very start. They, when I look at the Eagles, here's what I say. I see a team with no identity at all. Nah. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know when they want to do it. And they don't know who they want to do it with. <laughs> They have no clue the, what they're doing on the field. The chemistry's all gone. We're all just like, everybody's just pointing fingers at other people now. The whole locker room's in shambles. It's not looking good. Um, the I, roster, too many injuries. Yeah, injuries never help anybody. Uh, the anonymous source thing, I feel like the Eagles have made that famous. Yeah. Like, this wasn't a thing before the Eagles started doing <laughs> it's, it. It's trademarked by the Eagles. It is. The Eagles have trademarked anonymous sources, <laughs> a.k.a. Alshon Jeffrey. But still... <laughs> we don't know. But they, yes, it is Alshon Jeffrey. We don't know who it is. Wink, wink, Alshon. Yes. Watch your mouth. Carson... He's. I like Carson Wentz, personally. I think he's a tremendous talent. Can't go wrong with him. What's tremendously talented quarterback. Yeah. I don't know why you're slandering your quarterback like that. He's done nothing yeah. but stick up for his teammates. I know. He's, he's the perfect leader for a team he is he's a leader of men he knows what he's doing on the field he gets the ball out granted a lot of the times it's to zach Ertz, but still not even this year not this year no. not this year but usually it's to zach Ertz. I, I don't know what's wrong with when he just doesn't spread the ball yeah he doesn't spread the ball i feel like he he bails out on like plays a little early where he like yeah like as soon as he senses a little bit of pressure he's throwing it like five yards instead of like, waiting uh, all yeah. the way that post round yeah. and doug peterson Great guy. Seems like a great guy. Seems like a great leader. Gets the guys rallying behind him. Aggressive mentality, which is great for an NFL coach. Got to give up the play calling duties. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing with Doug, Doug Peterson. He, he knew Nick Foles' identity, and that's probably why we played so well with Nick Foles. I feel like he doesn't know Carson Wentz yet. Like, he, I mean, 2017 looked incredible. But, like, ever since he's looked shaky, he's looked uncomfortable in his offense. And I think they really need to dig deeper into Carson and find out what he's more comfortable with and get him going more. I would agree. The 
Perfect offense, I could see Carson Wentz in as like a Bill O'Brien slash Houston offense. Yeah. That would be ideal for him because Deshaun Watson, I think, like Deshaun's a little more athletic, but I think they're the same kind of skill set. Yeah. They move out of the pocket, they throw on the run, they've got strong arms. Exactly. Like, I don't think I've seen Wentz roll out of the pocket once and deliver a dart all year. Yeah, he's, he's standing in the pocket. And, like, granted, last year, he didn't move a lot at all. But last year, yeah, he, he had the back injury and the, the knee injuries. and the yeah. brace. The knee was this year, back. he's perfectly fine. He's healthy. And he's and still not doing exactly. those things. Granted, there's not much of a pocket with this offensive line this year. What's going on with that? Lane Johnson is washed. No, he's not. He's, he's washed. not washed. He's got to they got to move on from Lane. He's a no. big They they do. He's, he's an all pro. Do you move on from Jason Peters or not? Yes, but he's also like 38. Yeah, but Jason Peters, that's the you big gotta move on That's the big him. question now. Give, Are you moving on from Jason Peters or not? Yeah, you got to at this point. Give Dillard some more snaps. He's actually Dillard's Dillard? looked uncomfortable. He's been looking mm. okay. He's okay. It's still, he's a rookie. He's young. It's still too early to he's tell young. him. Yeah, definitely. He's got to work at it. If Peters stays around and mentors him and coaches him, yeah. but doesn't play, then that's fine. Yeah. That helps. But get a roster spot yeah. open. I mean, I, I love the pick at Dillard because we needed a left tackle because the offensive line is really aging. And they're aging so fast. So is the whole team, actually. Malcolm Jenkins is aging fast. Yeah, everybody's aging on this team. The age is caught up so it's <laughs> They time. have. I think everybody reached their peak in 2017 and we're on a slight decline. Nobody, now. like, the Eagles in 2017 were so good. Just everything, they played all to their highest They were potential. clicking on offense, on defense. They were playing. They were complimenting each other. Now it looks like 11 individuals on each side of the ball. Yeah. And every time something goes wrong, it's the other guy's fault. Yeah, they're just pointing fingers now. And just... The big, the big thing with this is just the defense is just atrocious. They, Zero pressure. It's, it's Swiss cheese. Out yeah, there. I mean, it's they, just ridiculous. I mean, they dealt with their fair share of injuries. Malik Jackson, T- Timmy Jernigan, Avante Maddox, their best corner. I mean, they've dealt with injuries, Clairvon LeBlanc, but, I mean, they just got to deal with it. That's football. You got to deal with injuries, and I still felt like we have decent depth. We just we can't, we can't execute. Yeah, the execution hasn't been there for the Eagles this year. Do you think they can get it back on track enough to make the playoffs? Yeah, that's, that's that was my next point. The season's not over. Still not over. Everybody's just saying just scrap the season, scrap the whole team. Not over yet. Last year we were 4 and 6 and still won a playoff game. We're only 3 and 4 with an easy schedule towards the back end. We just got entering death. We got to win two out of the next four. Bills Bears. Bam. We can lose to the Patriots Seahawks. That's 10 and 6. That should be enough to get to the playoffs. They're entering the death row part of their we are. schedule. Because this, this stretch, it's hard, 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 hard. Yeah. Easy, 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 easy. What is it? F- it's 5-1. and one. Bills, Patriots. Yeah. No, but yeah. Bills, Bills Patriots, Bears, Bears Patriots, Seahawks. It's, it's yeah, whatever it's all four. It's, it's those four, four teams. In a row. we got to win. That's hard. I know, but we're home against three of those teams, though. And we, Which, we're, Who do they go on the road for? We go on the Chicago? road for Bills. And then we're oh, home against Bears, Patriots, and Seahawks. Which... We're good at home. We're a totally different team at home. I don't feel that totally this year. Though. Usually, I would agree. To- I know. The Eagles are totally yeah. different, but I don't feel that this year. Well, the one loss they to the they Lions. Lo- the Lions, the Lions was game. a horrible loss. It was when the Eagles. I don't lose. feel that. Usually, I feel that with the Eagles. Usually, I'll yeah. give them credit because the Lynx are a totally completely different, different team. team. I don't feel that this year. When the Eagles lose, they lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not like they every don't... game they've yeah. lost this year. It's like just relocate it, the franchise. Yeah, it's really bad. Do you uh, so you think they make the playoffs? I personally don't. I personally don't think they can get it around in time. I think, and I think two more losses is when they're going to scrap the season. I think if they get to three and six, if they lose two in a row, the Bills and the Pats, 
or the Bills and the Bears, whoever it is. Yeah, Bills Bears. Bills Bears. They lose two in a row. I think. Well, yeah, that, I think at that scrap point, it then. At that point, three and six. Yeah, you got to scrap the team then. Especially then they have to go to the Patriots and Seahawks back yeah, to back weeks. That's, that's tough. I think then the season will be over at three and six. If they win, if they split the next two. I'll st- I won't jump off completely. I'll, I'll hang on by a thread. You can't, because this division's still weak. The division's e- very weak. The Cowboys aren't going to run away with it. I was going to say, everybody's flipped sides. They were saying Cowboys stink, and then all of a sudden they beat us. They're still not a good team. The Cowboys are... N- that's the one thing I'm certain on 100% in this division. The Cowboys are not going to run away with it. They beat... Yeah, they beat a the Eagles, Eagles team. Even if the Eagles are losing, 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 they're still going to be within two games with like three yeah. weeks left. No matter what, we're still gonna have a shot. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are not gonna just away. rattle off ten in a row nah. and go mm-hmm. 11, and go thirteen to three like yeah. they did in Zeke and Dax rookie year. Exactly, it's not gonna happen. They still have a tough schedule coming up. It's too. not gonna happen. Yeah, that's the exact opposite. The Eagles front half of their schedule brutal, brutal. with games. Definitely. Cowboys, all their easy games are in the beginning. Yeah, their schedule gets they insanely <laughs> yeah. hard in the second half. The Eagles, complete opposite. Yeah. that's what gives me a little bit of hope about the Eagles. Not hope, but a little bit of optimism going into the playoff run for the Eagles, which I think. They need to win one of the next two. They beat the Bills. I'll be hanging on. They lose to the Bills. Yeah. It's gonna be very tough. Yeah, the Bill. If we lose the Bills, it's kind of it, it. might be over. I might. It's gonna put. In, a I big, might throw in the towel at that point. It's gonna put a big damp in but there. But Doug yeah. has he has a good track record for coming back when the season seems to be over. One of five as the Chiefs coach came back, made the playoffs. One, I think he won out actually. One out, went eleven five, made the playoffs. Then last year, four and six, just seemed to be having no life. Like pretty much over. The season's over. Just rallied behind and made it to playoffs, won a game. Yeah, that's what they're known for. The team, the Philadelphia Eagles, the thing that aggravates me so much as a Giants fan, the Eagles are never dead until they've officially entered the offseason. Yeah. They could be in week 17, four games out, and they'd somehow make the playoffs. Just last year was... It's ridiculous. I they're think never, about last year, and that was marvelous. They're not dead until all their lockers have been cleaned out. Yeah. That's pretty much where the Eagles are they at. Got, you can't count them out. Because Doug Peterson, he's good, he's good at rallying the men. And I'll give, Although, this year seems a little different. It's just It has a weird vibe it's to got, it this It's year. got a weird vibe. It's got a weird vibe. Like, last year, you felt it with Nick Foles winning, you felt yeah, it. Yeah, you felt that. And 2017, you felt, you felt change. it. You felt 2017. Yeah. I don't feel it this year. Yeah. Bright spot though, Jalen Mills did ball out. He played well. He balled out. He played well. He played well. Yeah. Did he have a pick? pick? Did he have yeah, a pick? Yeah. Intercepted. Beautiful. He covered well all night. I think I don't. I think he only let up like two catches maybe. Yeah. And one of them well. was like he great coverage too, and Amari Cooper made a great and catch. And the healthier he gets, the more he'll play, the yeah. more he will contribute to the Eagles' defense that desperately needs corner help. Fun fact: Matt Collins one catch in the last 136 snaps. We're playing with ten guys out there. Matt Collins is hard. Well, like, uh, why are we not releasing him? We, He's, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. We somewhat need to just kind of and Harry Roseman's like people. scared to trade. He's <sighs> he's scared. What's his issue, man? He's scared to trade. We'll move on to the other the divisional other, game. <laughs> the other slop. Giants Cardinals in a rainy MetLife Stadium. It was the sloppiest game of football I've ever seen. It was. Ugly. Kyler Murray only threw for 87 yards. 87 yards. 87 yards. Chase and Edmonds. Who the heck is Chase Edmonds? <laughs> three touchdowns. And all of a sudden, I'm watching Chase Edmonds score every three seconds against the New York <laughs> Giants defense. I turn my head for three seconds. I turn around. He's in the end zone again. 27 carries, 126 yards, and three touchdowns. For two of which were in the first quarter. Unknown Chase Two Edmonds. of which were in the first quarter. He had two touchdowns before we answered the second quarter. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Daniel Jones, he's okay. still making rookie mistakes. 
It's it's evident. It's expected at this point. It's I mean, evident. he's only played five games. He's the interceptions I can live with. He's got to hold on to the ball with fumbles. Right. He's fumbling the ball way too much. Interceptions I can live with because he's a rookie. He's trying to be aggressive, force the ball into places. A little late on reads here and there. That comes with age, experience. He's dropping the ball as soon as guys <laughs> are touching him in the pocket. He's he's weak boned in there. That I don't know. <laughs> If you can practice that, I don't know. Like, I assume you can just hold the ball and have guys punch you. <laughs> but he's got to get better at that. He's got to hold on to the ball. The Giants, it's not a secret to anybody. They're not a good football team. No, I've been saying that. And well, wait, what did you say? You were gonna, they were going to win the division? No, Wrong. I said it was possible. Oh, my God. That they it's, went 10-6. That's over now. Lost to the Cardinals. Puts a big damper on that, that one. Is the damp on the, that is the dagger in the season. I wouldn't go season. <laughs> it's it's dagger right now. You gotta got beat me, the Cardinals. It's got me in an emotional state right now. Yeah. But moment of silence. Saquon back from his ankle injury looked good. Apparently he got hit hard there and it hurt. Yeah, I he saw was that. limited at practice today. I saw that. Yeah, he'll be back for Sunday though against the Lions. They'll keep him limited and then they'll and probably then they'll lose. probably activate him. They'll lose to the Lions. The Lions yeah. are a good football team. The Lions team. are actually a good football team. Record-deceiving. Yeah. It's a record-deceiving football team. They're very good. They got robbed from the Packers win, and they played the Vikings tough. And they went down to the wire with the Chiefs. They could have yeah. beat the Chiefs. They could have beat the Chiefs. They could have beat the Chiefs easily. Team. They beat the Eagles at, on the road, too. The Lions, I wouldn't sh- be shocked if they blew out the Giants by 21+. plus. It's going to be ugly. Daniel Jones, I don't think he'll have as bad of an interception game. I think he'll play well, actually. I think he'll throw yeah. for like two scores, maybe 300 yards, yeah. two scores. I think those, be, may, those, the, those might be the only two scores they get. It might be like a 28-14 to 14 game, 35-14. Yeah, it's, Something yeah like it seems that. to be a common theme. Something like that. Yeah. But I think Daniel Jones will rebound play well against the Lions. All right, here's the pressing question. Better future, Giants or Eagles? 100% Eagles. Giant. It's the Giants. Nah, Eagles. Based on what? Based on what? Be, all right. Obviously, we're aging. The Eagles are Clear, rapid decline. Clearly aging. Rapid decline. Going down a slope, but they still got Carson Wentz. Great okay. young guy. Um, young, young corners. We're shifting towards younger defense. We're getting there. We got some draft picks here. Howie Roseman, I don't trust him drafting, so he's got to figure that out. But all in all, it comes down to younger quarterback, better core Carson Wentz is the difference maker. The New York Giants are a young team. They have a lot of players they drafted in the first, second, and third round that are playing at a higher level right now than they were when they first drafted. They're on a steady progression towards being suitable NFL players. Lorenzo (laughs) Carter, Dexter Lawrence, B.J. Hill on the defensive line, along with Marcus Golden, who is an absolute savage. (laughs) Solid players. Is a very good defensive line. They just signed Dion Buchanan, 28 years old. He's a really good coverage linebacker. He's converted safety coverage linebacker. He bulked up in the James Betcher Arizona defense. James Betcher is now the Giants defensive coordinator. If they can build around him and the linebacking core right now, keep him for make three years. Alc Ogletree is still a suitable defensive linebacker. Jabril Peppers is young enough where he can be a solid NFL player. DeAndre Baker drafted young on the outside. That defense has a lot of room to grow. They're not good by any means right now. They're getting carved up like it's nothing right now. <laughs> a couple more corners, because Janoris Jenkins for the New York Giants has to go. He's horrible. 
He only plays good when he's playing a team that's like below 500 and our number one receiver is like yeah. Christian Kirk. That's who he goes up, up against, and that's when he plays good. The Giants' defense is young. They're going to grow into a good unit. They're going to grow together. Because everybody, all they talk about when they talk about the Vikings' defense, oh, these guys have been playing together for six, seven years. They're so good. They know each other. That's what the Giants are aiming for with this young defense. The offensive side of the ball is where it's rough. The offensive line is not good by any means. They don't protect. Nate Solder was a humongous waste of money. They're going to try to trade him, I believe. I read that the Cleveland Browns are interested in Nate Solder. They're reaching out for any left tackle. I don't know what their problem is with left tackle, but they're calling everybody. They called the Washington Redskins about Trent Williams and the Giants about Nate Solder. If you're calling about Nate Solder, what is your franchise doing? Because he is horrible. (laughs) Will Hernandez is a good young player they drafted. He's going to be built around on that offensive line at left guard. Yeah, he's impressive. Kevin Zietler struggles here and there, but he's a good defensive, I mean, not defensive, offensive lineman who's young enough that can be a core member of that offensive line. Yeah. They need better right tackle. Center, center's a luxury position for me. If your center is eh, it's okay because yeah. he's never going to have to go up on a one-on-one block. Right. Very rarely. But it's always a benefit to have a good center. Like Jason Kelsey's a benefit for the Eagles, but if, yeah. they, had him, if they didn't have him in 2017, I think they still would have won the Super Bowl. Right. Center is a benefit position for me. They need to be better on the tackles. Most important positions on the offensive line to me is tackle. Yeah. I think to end most people, they would say it's tackle. Edge rushers, are they dominate the quarterback. They have the best running back in the sport. They have a young and up-and-coming quarterback who's 22 years old. They have the, one of the top four receiving tight ends in the league in Evan Ingram. He's, what, fifth in the league in, in receiving yards at the tight end position, and he missed a week. Right. He, they have Sterling Shepard, who's only in his fourth year in the league, although I'm nervous about his concussion problem. The they have Darius Slayton who's a rookie. He looks he looks nice on the deep ball. They need a couple more wide receivers. They need a couple more offensive linemen. And all of a sudden we're talking about a good solid nine and seven and above team. For me, the three core positions on a football team are quarterback, left tackle, and middle linebacker. You need a guy to man the offense for the quarterback. Guy who controls the offense. I mean, obviously, I don't need to go in too deep into the quarterback. Everybody everybody knows quarterback is quarterback. It's not left the 90s tackle. Anymore. It's not the nineties anymore. Left tackle. He's got to protect your quarterback mm-hmm. unless he's a lefty. Unless he's a lefty, then right. flip to right. But he's got to protect the blind side. That's Are there so any starting left ta- left-handed quarterbacks in the league. Nah, I don't not think so. Right, nah, yeah. got to protect. It's a dying breed. Protect your quarterback. Left tackle, super important. Eagles got Carson Wentz. Andre Dillard's up on the rise. Young. He's physical. He's big. Very important. He's very important to the offense. Um... And then middle linebacker, which the Eagles do not have technically at this moment. Nigel Bradham's pretty good, but he's aging. So we need to get younger at linebacker, get more important. Focus more on linebacker, definitely on this Dex draft. Linebacker, maybe a skill position on offense, wide receiver, because the wide receivers stink. So definitely middle linebacker, outside linebacker, playmaker on defense, definitely really important for the Eagles this coming draft. And I think we got a solid core. They have some solid core players. They do. Yeah. I'll give them that credit. They they're not as good as they used to be, but they're still solid core. Right. We'll shift. Uh, yeah, we'll to, shift out of the NFC. East. Out of the NFC East. Well, Big. I mean the Vikings. Not even a game nah. that needs to be talked about. They lost what six to nothing in the Mud Bowl. Redskins. Redskins lost. Yeah, Redskins. nine nothing. Nine nothing in they the got Mud nine. Bowl. Yeah, it was uh, nine nothing. It was six. It was for a like Robbie Gold. Forty minutes. Robbie Gold nines. Redskins zero. It was the quickest game in the last like thirty years. Or yeah, something. it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours. Shift out of NFC East. Um, not much happened in the NFL this week. Chargers Titans, Chargers, Titans. game only because Melvin Gordon. The, the ending was the crazy. Ending, 
cough up the ball at the goal line. That's Absolutely what you get when you sit down. insane. Yeah, that's what, you, that's what get. you get when you sit out. That's, that's just karma coming all back at you, Melvin Gordon. It is. That's what you get when you get greedy and you yep. sit out for five weeks. You fumble the ball and lose the. Yep, and then you lose. That might the game. be a knee jerk overreaction, but still, that's what you get. Yeah, too bad. Chargers, they're kind of out of it. Another AFC West team. Oh, the Chargers are dead. Yeah. Another AFC West team. The Chiefs. Mahomes desperately need him back. Yeah. Yeah. Desperately. Need yeah. Him definitely. Back. He's their whole team. He is their. Whole, you saw how stagnant. That offense got as soon as he left the game. Yeah, that, I mean, and they, Matt they, Moore. They, wasn't it Matt Moore? Yeah, Matt Moore. That got into the game. Wasn't it Matt Moore that played the playoff game and he got absolutely smashed and like knocked out cold in the field? Uh, what team was he on? Uh, against the Steelers, or it might have been on the Steelers and he played against somebody and he got knocked yeah, out. Yeah, I think I think he I was like started. scrambling out to the right and he like <laughs> ran up and he tried to get extra yardage. Clocked. Got popped. Good night. Might have saw a murder on the field. But yeah, they said that he could be back by Saturday. That's... Or not, man, not like Saturday. Like, he'll be back by the game this mm-hmm. weekend. They said that could, maybe. I don't know. That's kind of dumb, though. I think he should sit another week. Sit another week? What are they, 4 and 2? They yeah. can afford to sit yeah. another week. Cool. If they drop the 4 and 3, wanna... there's no threats to them in that you division. Can, the can... Chargers are horrible. The Broncos are horrible. Yeah. And the Oakland Raiders aren't even a team. Yeah. They're <laughs> overperforming out of themselves. Yeah. The Oakland Raiders will be at the bottom of the division by the end of the year. It's Probably. not even. Not even a shock. <laughs> Unless the Broncos, well, they, they're horrible. Nah. Unless they put in, like, Drew Locke and then he goes through his rookie struggles. Yeah. The Chiefs will be fine in that division. Yeah. It'd be, it would be stupid for them to... It would. You, it would can't, be, you can't cost, You can't risk your franchise quarterback and the best player in the, the league. Yeah, the best player in the NFL. You can't risk an injury there. Sam Darnold. <laughs> we have a new record. Darnold. This year. The record. The, the TNG, lowest... TNG Sports Podcast yep. tracks this every week. Every week. The lowest quarterback rating... Of the week. Used to be... Marcus Mariota at 9.5, I think it was. Yeah. It is now Sam Darnold. A whopping 3.6 quarterback rating. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, that was not... 11 for 32, 86 yards, four interceptions. Abysmal. The Jets looked atrocious. (laughs) I don't know if it's the Jets being bad or the Patriots just being that good. And then Darnold added the insult to injury. He goes on the sideline. They have him mic'd up. He's like, I'm (laughs) seeing ghosts. (laughs) I'm seeing ghosts. You're seeing something out there. Of course, the the week after we endorse Sam Darnold, he's back from the dead. Clearly, the demons are still following him back from the dead. The TNG curse. The TNG curse. We cursed Sam Darnold. His square head was even squarer <laughs> on Monday night as he threw four interceptions. Some of them 3. were horrible. There was one he dropped back. Oh. He pump faked. He threw it to the middle of the end zone. And just was like, and it was right at the defensive back. Like, there wasn't even a receiver on that route. Might as well have just handed it to him at that point. It was very frustrating to watch because everybody who's kidding themselves loves to see the Patriots lose. Yeah. Sam Darnold did not hold up his end of the bargain. Hot take. I know the Patriots haven't played anybody. But this Patriots defense might be, it's it's up there for one of the greatest I've seen. It's, it has to be. It's so good. It is. It's insane. It's up there with the Broncos defense, 2015 Broncos, uh, Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom was ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Ravens defense years back, and yeah, I mean, it's it's up there. I mean, what they have allowed like less single digit points per game this year. They haven't played anybody, but nonetheless. Their Patriots defense is ridiculous. They have guys that are contributing. Kyle Van Noy, not a franchise name. He's one of the best players in their defense yeah. week, week in and week out. They have linebackers who don't rush the passer. When they do, they get there. When they don't, they're in coverage. Dante Hightower and Jamie Collins. Yeah. 
They have guys that are getting after the quarterback. They have the McCordy brothers who are strapping down anybody that decides to run a route. Stephon it's, Gilmore, best corner. Stephon Gilmore is top two corner in the top game. Top two man-to-man coverage corner in the game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Every okay. time he's on man-to-man coverage, I, th- I don't even think he knows what zone is. He just runs he just, man every single and time. He locks people and down. nobody gets open. Gilmore Island. And Gilmore Bill, Island. And Bill Belichick is like, he just He's he the greatest even, defensive yeah, mind in the history of the game. Yeah, and coach, yeah. The, Our boy, got to throw him out. The one player that can't get cursed by the TNG, TNG podcast. TNG Sports Podcast does not affect is, this man. Because he is God himself. Kyle, Kyle Allen. Allen. He's going to win again. The only QB in the league right now that has not thrown an interception. The oh. numbers speak for themselves. He's ridiculously talented. He's already been confirmed to start again as Cam Newton is rehabbing still. Cam Newton, just take all your time, yeah, bro. Just leave. Take all your time. I actually leave the get team. out of town. Yeah, leave the team. Get out of town. It's Kyle Allen's team it's now. Kyle Allen's it's city. Kyle Allen's it's city. Yes, city. He owns the state. He owns the city of Charlotte, the the state of Carolina. Oh, God, both Carolinas. He owns the East Coast. He owns. He he's coming for the East Coast. He's he coming is. for the country. It's, oh, oh. Watch out, Donald Trump. Watch out, President. Kyle Allen for is coming for. Everybody. If, the league will be taken by storm. We've been already taken by storm. Kyle Allen's the best QB in the league. If you're listening to this, please buy us a Kyle Allen jersey. If you're listening to this, Kyle Allen jersey, you can send it to anywhere. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll find it. We will find it. it. Will, no, it will find us. <laughs> it will find us. It will us. find us. Kyle that Allen. That number seven and that baby blue. Wow. Oh, it's God. beautiful sights. It's me so excited. Now for the big time. The next, the more prevalent topic as of today. 100%. The Sixers are tipping off tonight. We'll switch our topic to the NBA. Sixers-Celtics. They are on right now. Sixers-Celtics. The Sixers. Are they the Eastern Conference favorites? First of all, will they get the one seed? And if they don't, are they still the Eastern Conference favorites? I say we we get the one seed, but we're not Eastern Conference favorites. So they think they're going to get the one seed and still not be favorites? I think so. It just because it all comes down. Who in down your mind is the favorite? The, the Milwaukee Bucks. <sighs> The Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks. Yes. The Sixers are deeper than the Bucks. They are, but it's just Giannis Antetokounmpo and coaching. Giannis is a freak. Nobody's denying that. But I feel like Ben Simmons is our own Giannis. I mean, he's clearly not as good as Giannis, but Ben Simmons is our Giannis-type player. The only thing holding us back right now is Brett Brown right now. He's done (laughs) nothing in the past. He's such a bad coach who's been just gifted with bad team and a good team. The only reason they kept him is because they're like, ah, he's had such a bad team that he's done nothing wrong. And then they give him a good team, and he just he loses it in the playoffs. It's, I will give Brett Brown this year. I was very, yeah, very upset I'll, two years ago when he blew that 22-point lead to the Boston oh, Celtics. I was very upset. Look, But I'm not going to call for his head yet. I need to see what he does with this newfound group. They're building together. They're growing together. They have Al Horford, who's good. Josh Richardson, tremendously young, talented player. Ben Simmons, freak. Joel Embiid, best center in the league. And Tobias Harris, a full year with Tobias Harris. Then I'll see what my reaction is with Brett Brown. I've said it before. In basketball, and the NBA more, not so much college. NBA and MLB, coaching is not as important. You let your players do your thing. Coaching is merely staying out of the way and trying not to lose games. And when you're when you're a coach and you're all like you're losing games like Brett Brown has done for us in the playoffs, lose it blowing a uh, lead. We were up two one against the Raptors. That lead blown, which that's not all him. But like when you're when you're being noticed for bad coaching, that's when that's when you should be fired. I I would agree. 
But I'm I'm still gonna just give him this year. I'm gonna give him this year because this is the year. This is the year for him. This is 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 everybody's picking them to win the conference. Everybody's picking them to go to the NBA Finals. Although I have not seen one person pick them to win the NBA Finals, which will be hard. Yeah, that's I'm, tough. I'm gonna give it to the Clippers out of the West because they're yeah, ridiculously that was, deep. That was beautiful, especially game. when Paul George comes back. Yeah. They're going to be ridiculous if he comes back this year because he still has that, uh, what did he rupture his Achilles tendon, right? Yeah, I think so. If he comes back this year, he probably will. That's a ridiculously good team. Landry Schmidt, Patrick Beverly, they're deep. They play defense. They're defensive specialists, Patrick Beverly and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And Kawhi Leonard drops in another 30 a night. They're going to be the favorites for me out of the West. It's uh, My prediction is Sixers, Clippers in the finals. It's going to be a slugfest. I can see the Sixers edging out, though. Possibly. I, it, again, it all it's the, the Sixers, Brown's last straw. It's, the Sixers are the flesh. only team, I think, that if they lost the first round, nobody would be entirely shocked. If they won the NBA Finals, nobody would be entirely shocked. Yeah. I mean, Bucks. they're not... They're, good, they're a good team. I think they're a really good team. They were the what? Sixers they were the better. The I think they're better. better, yeah. I think difference... I think the difference maker is definitely Al Horford. He adds that maturity and the fundamental basketball that we didn't have before, and... It didn't, it didn't hurt that we took him from our rival who we couldn't beat, the Celtics. I would agree. What's your final record prediction for the Philadelphia 76ers? Final record, we were, what, 51 and 31 last year. I say we get seven more wins, 58 wins this year. 58 and 20. I can't even do that math. 26. I'm going to give them. No, wait. 24. 24, yeah. I'm going to give them the big, the big number. No, I'm going no. 60. Oh, wins. my God. 60 and 22. They're going to hit it right on the nose. Wow. The one seed by four or five games. Wow. Okay. Celtics win 50. I mean, the Bucks win 56, 55 games. Sixers win 60, the big 60. That will secure them the one seed. They'll be the favorite side of the East. They'll go to the NBA Finals with a 16 22 record. I, I hope, because I'm, tr- I'm trying to undersell them a little bit because I overhyped the Eagles, and then we all saw how it happened. It's the one thing about Philadelphia yeah. sports. The minute it, every. Professional yeah. analyst on like NBA Network, NFL Network, MLB Network starts picking the Philly teams to win for the favorite. Yeah, that's when it we landslide oh, the complete opposite direction out of uh, playoff contention. It, the Eagle season was over before it started. Once everybody was picking them to win the Super Bowl, that's it's just the curse. So it's who do you curse. have as Sixers team awards? Who's your team MVP for the year? Team MVP, it's, it's the big man, Joel it's, it's Embiid. Be. It's He's the best Joel Embiid. It's best center in the league. He's got the team around him now. He's going to work more freely, not as much pressure, especially being the, like, last year he was pretty much the best big man, like, the only big man. Al Horford's going to alleviate the pressure a little bit. You know, he can fill in at center, give him, give him beat some more rest. Hopefully, hopefully they conditioned over in the offseason, got a little. He lost 15 pounds. Wow. Yeah. He lost That's 15 pounds. good. He's got to keep it off. Yeah. If he does keep it off. No more Chick-fil-A He's sandwiches. unguardable. Yeah, no more Chick-fil-A. Who is your? I'll go to the Joel Embiid also. Same reasons. The guy's unguardable. The guy's a freak. He can make any shot in the yeah. game. He's a little less threes for him would be nice. Yeah, but he can still hit it if he's wide open. Oh, yeah. Who is your? I'm gonna say rookie of the team, but I'm also gonna include Josh Richardson, Al Horford because they're new on the team. All right, the new players. New on the team. New, the most improved or the most valuable new player on the team. I mean, it's Al Horford. Yeah. I'm gonna go Josh Richardson. Wow. I think he adds a youth. Actually, no, I'm going to change that. Take it back. I take my okay, okay. I'm going to go Thibel. Wow. I'm going to go Thibel. Thibel. He is a defensive Deep. menace. <laughs> he prides himself on defense, prides himself on hustle. And if he can get a little consistent three, a yeah. little consistent J, yeah. he's going to be 
amazingly beneficial and amazingly con- his contributions to this team are going to be amazing and significant and noticeable for this team for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So he's my pick. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to watch him play. He's he's I'm gritty. He's hustles. Pumped. He embraces that Philly. Oh, I like it. Love and that pick. I missed I missed watching Mike Scott. I did. That Philly grit, I missed watching Mike Scott Hive. I know. He's got to get back, back out there. He's, He's back. Unfortunately, the headband is banned. Really? Yeah. The tie headband that he does no. is banned. Why? It's uh, injury to the eye of another player or something. Oh, my God. The ninja style headband is banned from the league. Get, oh, my God. Uh, that's going to take a lot out of Mike Scott's game. It is. It, it really is. is. That was the X Factor. That was game. the X Factor when they would come in and he would, they would see it. He would just yeah, oh cook. He would cook. Let's go. But I need Mike Scott back in my life. When the Sixers are in the playoffs, it's an unreal atmosphere. It is. I love it. The I, fan base I love is the it. best in the all of NBA. I love Well, it's the best sport fan base. It's the best sports town in the oh, country. Yeah. In the country, it's the best sports town. Although, sometimes they get a little excessive on the hate end. They do. They get a little excessive on the well, we, The Eagles we, are three and four, and they're calling for like Carson Wentz to be freaking traded. We we're so influenced by everything. Yeah. Anything as soon as an Eagle happens, fan sees like, like an analyst say Carson Wentz could be traded or something, it's they're just like, freak get out. him out of town. They freak out. They need to be more patient yeah, on the bad times, patient. but just ride the highs. Yeah. That's what Philadelphia does. They I ride mean, the we highs. Fault Mike Scott. But and how much? Final question here. How much does Al Horford truly change? And impact the Sixers season. He's everything to me. I think he changes everything. He, I mean, like I said it before, he's mature. He's that older presence. He's the fundamental basketball. He's going to work down low. He's going to be that grinder. He's going to play the game the way it's supposed to be played. And he's, he's, he's the difference maker. If Al Horford plays half as good against other players as he did Joel Embiid in the playoffs, and Joel Embiid is <laughs> exactly. not most players. Yeah. The Sixers will be a number one defensive team, maybe top top two. I'll give them as the lowest. We've so They're going to be a top two defensive rated team in the league with all those five guys on the court: Tobias, Ben, Richardson, Embiid, and Horford. They're going to be a top two defensive team in the league, and they're not going to let any points up in the paint. It's going to have to be shooting with the threes, and you've seen it in every single year with every single team that lives and dies by the threes. Yeah. If they can't shoot, they don't win. Yeah. They don't know how to adjust. The Sixers can turn every team they play into a live-by-the-three team. They're going to win a hell of yeah. a lot of games. Ex- we have extreme length. Extreme length. It's going to be almost impossible to score inside the paint. Yeah. And say they leave Richardson, and it's insanely long. I'm, I'm just yeah. thinking about the possible lineups they can put out there. Say they have Richardson and Simmons up at the top. That's still Tobias Horford and Embiid down low. Say they switch it out because Tobias is a little, maybe a little quicker side to side. I don't know if he's quicker side to side, but a little shorter, a little maybe a little quicker than Ben. Put him at the top. Yeah. Now Ben's down low, and Ben's got a seven foot wingspan. <laughs> it's ridiculously long. Jack Richardson's got like a. He might have a seven foot wingspan. Uh, he's, he's close to it. He's, he's got lanky he's too. They're an insanely long team. It's going to be almost possible. I'm just, it's impossible to score the paint on this team. Like, don't say that. Don't say obviously, that. Obviously, just people. Jinx, that's a TNT po- podcast. Chris. Obviously, people are going to uh, do it. Like Giannis is going to get points in the paint, really? but <laughs> I don't know how a team can do it with this leg. <laughs> I don't know how they. can. I love it. I love it. Sixers, I'm big on him. Does Joel Embiid have a shot at MVP? 100%. I would agree. Every year he's been in the league, he's had a shot. <laughs> he's so good. He's, he, he's so good. He's been the best center in the league. Since he, the day he was drafted, yeah. and he oh, missed the whole rookie year. I love Joel Embiid. Will Ben Simmons actually shoot the ball, or is he just going to talk about it? Uh, he'll shoot it scarcely. 
He is not going to shoot. Everybody's, not, like, everybody's, everybody's like, hyping up the shot. Yeah. He's not going to shoot everybody's the ball. Just gonna, everybody's saying he's going to be like Steph Curry out there. No, he's nah. not. He, he'll shoot it sparingly. If he's wide open on like a kick-out rebound, yeah, maybe. Exactly. It's he'll, not, maybe, he'll maybe shoot more elbow shots. I, I've, oh, I've said it all the time. It's not a lack of talent on shooting. It's mental with him. Yeah. He doesn't want to do it. Exactly. Like I always thought he could shoot. shoot. I thought he could shoot when he came into the league. I mean, every those videos of him open gyms against yeah. against defenders. Granted, they're not NBA caliber defenders. Yeah. They're like pickup gym guys or like trainers. He's still hitting shots over them. That's still something. Yeah. He just doesn't do it in the games. I don't, I don't get it. It's, he's, he's afraid to miss. I don't. I would agree. He's afraid to miss. I don't think he's changed that mental mindset. Yeah. Where he's going to be able to shoot. He thrives off the triple doubles. He does triple double machine. Yeah. So Sixers, 16-22, what'd you say, 58 thing. and 24? 58, yeah. 58 is a, Sixers. 58 is a solid number. <laughs> Let's go, Sixers. Let's go. They need, 10, to, they 9, need 8, to, 76 they need to save us they need, from all the other monstrosity sports teams we have. The reason I'll give them hope, Eagles are bad, Phillies were bad, Flyers. Flyers, Stanley Cup, I'm calling it. No, <laughs> wait, no I shouldn't I say know, that. <laughs> I'm, I don't know enough. I haven't watched right. enough of the Flyers to comment, but the Flyers, I, know. I don't think they'll be as good in the NHL as the Sixers will be in the NBA. Well, that's that's 100% true. <laughs> so the Sixers, since the other teams are bad, this is the perfect time for the Sixers yeah. to thrive because usually yeah. it's one team that does good and all the rest suck. Exactly. All the rest are sucking. Philly Sixers, do it's, what you're supposed to do. Do your job. And do your job. And relieve the Relieve Philly the Philly fans. stress. Exactly. Relieve the fans of all this heartache. We'll move on to the third sport of the pod. Baseball, World Series. Game one was last night. Nationals won 5-4. We're still going to do predictions for the rest of the series. Tonight is Verlander Scherzer. No, Verlander yeah. uh, Verlander Strasburg. Strasburg. Strasburg Scherzer yes. was last night. Yeah. So Verlander Strasburg, who wins tonight. And if Washington wins tonight, is the series over? All right, I think Astros win tonight, definitely. Okay. But that, say by chance. By chance that the Nationals win, it's still not over. No way. Nah, you can't put the Astros down. They're too I'm gonna talented. Do it. They're too I'm going to do it. If the Nationals win, as much as I cannot stand the Washington Nationals, if they win tonight, I say it's over. Because, wow. and now here's why. You're going back to D.C. You've beaten Garrett Cole. Because the, the difference between now and ALCS and ALDS is they pitched Cole third. They always had that bullet of Garrett Cole out of the, out of the uh, rotation to fall back on in case they lost one of the previous right. games. They wasted that they, already, Cole, and he lost. Cole got knocked around the yard. And he lost. That game was electric. They that was u- such a good game. They Every- used up. Yeah, that was a phenomenal game. Juan Runner- Soto, as much as I can't stand the guy, he went off last he night. He is. He's I don't, a tremendous I don't, player. I don't think I've ever seen a sentence without, like, with his name and, like, not youngest player. Yeah, it's and I don't only... think I've ever seen a sentence about him and how he's not 20 years old. Exactly. There's no sentence, of, like, without that. Yeah. This but, is only, uh, like, Juan Soto's a good player. It's like, Juan Soto's a good player, and he's only 20 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God, he's 20 years old. It's like, we got it, all right? Yeah, yeah, we get it. He's 20 years old. We get it. Deal. He's young, and the Phillies yeah, have, like, Reese Hoskins, who's cool. 25, and, yeah, and he hits 230. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Don't get into that. <laughs> so they used the Cole weapon already. They already used it, and yeah. they lost the game. But they Verlander, though. That's why. If they yeah. lose this game tonight with Verlander on the mound, you're going back with Granke, who's been hit around in the playoffs, and you don't know who's going to start game four. You don't know. Because Cole's going to be coming off of, what, an 80, 90, 100-pitch night? I don't know how many he went. I think he went 110, I think. 110-pitch night t- yesterday. So it's going to be, what? Three, four days rest. He's not going to be 100% if he wants to go. Yeah, nah. Verlander, no shot he pitches in three days. 
Granky, no shot. He pitches after game three. They're overpitching their whole squad. They no haven't shot. had anybody start other than Cold Verlander. Or no shot. Granky goes after Game Three. No. So they're going to be left with the question: Who the heck do we throw in Game Four? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even who, know who they have. It, it's got to be Brad Peacock. Oh it's my god! Be. Yeah, it is Brad Peacock. And he he played. Oh no! Did he didn't he pitch in the game they won to seal it? He they probably walk-off did. Yeah, but uh, he didn't start. But I think he did. I think he started. Did he? I think it was a uh, Verlander, him. I mean a uh, Verlander, Granky, Cole or Cole. Verlander, Granky. No, it was Cole who started. It was Cole who started. He started the, I met, yeah, the he, series clincher? I think so, yeah. I don't know who started. Right, well, we'll I know go, Peacock whatever. did get into a game. Yeah, all right. So it's got to be him in the, four, in the fourth yeah. game because Cole went 110. Verlander is going to go 100 tonight. They're not going to take him out unless he's getting absolutely shelled. If he's going dominant, he's going to go as long as he can. And Granky is not going to be able to pitch two games in a row. So it's going to be a question mark of who's going to go in game four. And... The Nationals are going to be fine because they're going to be able to use Corbin in Game 4 because they can win. If they win tonight, they're going to throw Anibal Sanchez, I believe, yeah. in Game 3. So then Corbin or Scherzer, if he's ready to go in Game 4. This, I mean, this series... The Nationals not- are set up to win this, game in, to win this series in four games. If they no. win tonight, they're set up to win this series in four games. And it, as much as it pains me to say that, they're set up to do no. it. No, they're not. Nah. They are. No, the way they're pitching is set up. You're acting like Granky's an automatic loss out there. He's, he's not, not pitched well at it all. It doesn't matter. He's going not an automatic back, loss. They're going back to DC. It doesn't matter if if the if the Nationals could beat the Astros in their place, then the Astros can do the same. They can. The Nationals is not an electric place to play. Yes, their fans but, are so dead out there. Yes, but that, the no. Nationals rocked Garrett Cole. The Nationals, depending on how they win tonight, say they win tonight and they put up six runs on Justin Verlander. That does not bode well for 88-throwing Zach Greinke with a 69-mile-an-hour curveball. It doesn't matter. He's still a good pitcher, though. He's a good pitcher, but he, he hasn't pitched well in the postseason at all. It doesn't matter. He's, he can step it up. It does matter. It doesn't matter. He, hasn't he can well. still step up. He hasn't pitched well in the postseason at all. It doesn't, You're not going to just flick that on to the biggest just, stage in the sport. Right, well, it's not all down to starting pitching, then. They've got a great lineup. With their team, it is down to starting pitching. No. It is. No, it's not. The, the Astros lineup is phenomenal. They ain't ha- gonna put down Altuve, Bregman, Springer. I'm not Correa. putting them down, but the way the Houston Astros are built, it's to dominate with starting pitching and score three to four runs. That's it. That's all. They the- don't score three to four runs. They scored four the other night. They lost five to four. It does. <laughs> they scored five against the Yankees. Oh one five to four. They scored what tonight against who's pitching Strasburg? I think they're gonna score two off him. You'll maybe see. you'll see two. Strasburg's a dominant pitcher, and he's been nothing but lights out. So is Justin Verlander. He was the World Series MVP. I'm not saying Justin Verlander's not dominant. I'm saying that Justin Verlander's going to give it all tonight. And, by the way, Justin Verlander, as you're saying, dominant AL MVP, dominant pitcher, what, five home runs in the postseason as opposed to less than that in the regular season? Or not less than that. A tremendous leap in home runs per at-bat in the postseason. He's getting hit in the postseason. Uh, Granted, against the Yankees, he was dominant. After the three-run homer by Gregorius, like, I he's got, given up the long ball. It's still he's got to keep the ball in the yard tonight. You can't just say it's over after two games. Like, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say it's over right, after well, if they if the Nationals win tonight. If the Houston Astros win tonight, it's up for the grabs. I would it's say up there's for grabs. no question that the the Astros can't. But if the Astros in if the Astros drop two at home, and they have to go back home and face Anibal Sanchez, maybe even Patrick Corbin starts Game Three, and they go Scherzer again for Game Four. That's scary if yeah, you're the Houston Astros. Garrett Cole could be coming back too when Scherzer pitches. How many Scherzer were there last night? He threw up there too. Did he go? Did he go over hundred? Yes, if he, he did. Was, I watched the game. He, they both. Then went they're going to go Corbin. Then they're, they're going to Sanchez Corbin. So, oh my God. 
They both have deep starting pitching. They both have extremely deep starting pitching. I think the Astros were successful in the first three because they saved Garrett Cole. They used Garrett Cole. He lost. It puts him in a bat. I'm I'm gonna stick to my take of that it's over if they lose. It puts them in a real. You can't admit. You can't deny that it puts them in a horrendous position to be in going back to DC 2-0. Yeah, it's a horrendous position, but they're not out of it though. They're still the end of, at the end of the day, they're still the Astros. I'm sticking with their their So you're saying if they lose today, there's zero chance they can win in game 7. I'm not saying zero chance, but slim to none. Like I'm literally like under 10 single percent. digits. Single digits? Under 10%. There's under 10% they win in 7 games. Yeah. Oh wow. The Nationals are giving as much as I can't stand them. I hate the Nationals. They're giving me strong, but they're exciting team to watch, and you could just feel the you could feel like that it's meant to be for them. I was just gonna say that you're you're feeling the strong team of destiny vibes. Yeah, like the Eagles or the Phillies back. I'm getting team of destiny vibes from the Washington Nationals. Yeah, it's it could be down to destiny for them. Cool stat, cool tidbit. First World Series appearance, first game, first drafted player in franchise history, Ryan Zimmerman. First to bat, first home run. By a Nationals player in, in the, the first series. World Series by the first drafted player. Kudos to him to for sticking it out. Ryan Zimmerman, he's been a Philly killer for his whole career. Yes, and I don't like him at all, but you, you like you, you like, like to see it. a guy like that succeed. Yeah, you like he's been it. loyal to he's, the franchise. Yeah, exactly. He's never left. He is the Nationals. He is. You he's, think a, Nationals, he's a foundation there. Yeah. yeah. Now we'll move on to the Philadelphia Phillies. Joe Girardi's emerged as a strong favorite. Love to see that. That's great news. I am revved for that. But I'm not... Buck Showalter is an amazing fallback to have. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. No, not opposed to that. Everybody just thinks it's a Girardi or bust, which I don't. I, don't, I would. Girardi is. I'm the not guy. on the. I'm not on the Girardi or bust. No, I'm, I'm on not. the Girardi. Girardi, Girardi, Girardi fallback. I'm very okay with Buck Showalter. Yeah, exactly. He's Showalter's a safety net, and I like. He him. is, and I they like hired him. that guy. Uh, can't think of his name off the top of my head. For oh the, uh, yeah, Brian. Something. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, that's Brian. a great hire. I love it. That's a great hire. Finally, we're getting deep in our organization and making deep in changes. Organization making changes exactly because the young players that come up through the Philly system aren't good. It's a it's not have, a secret we have to anybody. An organizational flaw somewhere, and hopefully we're something's trying to fix going things. wrong in the minor just, leagues, in the scouting department, I mean, in the player development. Players are regressing, ugh. and they're not living up to potential. Yeah, and I think that hire of that guy, what is he? Uh, something with the minor leagues. Oh, he's like or scouting, scouting director. Yeah, he's scouting director of minor yeah. leagues and yeah. young he's players. He's the scouting director into player development. That's a great hire. I love that. He's been highly touted by the Yankees. He's been highly touted by everywhere he's been, by anybody who's worked with him. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great addition because they weren't getting anything out of that guy yeah. before. Our first round draft picks like Cornelius Randolph, Mickey oh. Moniak. I'm not gonna stay Mickey. I, I'm I, not gonna send the boat on Moniak. I'm yet. not, but like it's been too long. Like he's been down there forever. What three years? This is he's going on to his fourth year. He'll be up. He'll be up in spring I training. I mean, he was drafted out of high school, but... He'll probably make the pro roster this yeah. year, I'll say. Uh, I mean, Adam I'm Hazley I'm not going to send the boat off on Moniak until I see him no, play. I'm not, I'm I'm not saying he's it. Potentially, he's a lefty bat. He's well, a good defensive player. Yeah. Cornelius Randolph is Get out of here. horrible. He was a bust. Aaron Nola is a very... Love to see that. ...big exception yeah, to what they've the been exception. doing. Yeah. They've had horrible draft picks. Adam Hazley... Adam Hazley... He's decent player. Better. Yeah, but he's They've not been a stud, better. though. He's not... He's not a game changer. Like, we're getting... Game changer. We're getting Which, picks. The Phillies are getting picks one through nine in the draft and are picking bad players. Where is our Steven Strasburg? Where is our Bryce Harper? Where is our Garrett Mike Cole. Trout? Garrett Cole. And Mike Trout was picked 27th, but where is our that caliber of player that should be drafted first overall? 
I don't want Mickey Moniak, one of those other guys that are going to come up and mash yeah. balls for 40-plus homers. I don't want that. Uh, we're, I'm just, it's all down to Alec Bohm. Well, I think Alec Bohm is a tremendous player. He I think is, he's going to be a tremendous ridiculous, player. ridiculous, man. He's just going off. All right, off all right. Off-season top targets for the Philadelphia Phillies. Obviously, pitching is the main thing. But, you know, you never know. You could add a bat. Pitching's got to be top thing, but I don't think Klentak and Middleton want to pay for pitching. They're so dumb. I don't think they want to pay so for it. I'm not even getting into them. Definitely number one target, Garrett Cole. It's got to be. Need him. Well, he's going to be the number one target need on him. about 30 different yeah, teams. Yeah, everybody, everybody's going to be the number one target him. for Garrett Cole. 31, 32 teams. The Phillies targeting. have the money. Yeah. They have the money to go get two to three of these guys. But now... Here's the question. Garrett Cole, I think, is 29, 30 years old. Give him a five-year deal. Do you deal. give five-year deal, though? We, do He's going to be the highest you give a hard sport. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, I'm not opposed to signing him to five- or six-year deal. But you've seen with Chris Sale, they gave him a five-, six-year deal, and he's already starting to regress. Like, pitchers just don't last that long in the But Chris careers. Sale brought them a World Series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's if what Garrett I'm Cole, yeah. If I'm going to get two years of good Garrett Cole in a World Series, that's exactly. three years that's of terrible not, Garrett Cole, I'll take that. Yeah, that's exactly, I'll take a World that's Series. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because, you know, you just you might just – got to just sell out. You just you gotta, sell out for the big arm and just deal with the consequences later. At some point, saving all your money doesn't matter Yeah. because you're not spending it and you're not getting players – that are going to help you win. You could have all the money in the world, and you're not spending it. You're not getting better. You're saving it for nothing. It's just sitting in a bank account somewhere, not being paid to players that are going to win. The Phillies got to start spending the money they've been saving for five years. Cheaper options, you know, for the back end of the rotation. Maybe a Wheeler, Hamels would be beautiful. Hamels would be perfect. They need a Hamels homecoming. I think they need a lefty in the rotation. Vargas, not the answer. No. Smiley. That was was a... that was a chuck out. Smiley could be a nah. five, maybe. Nah, maybe sucks. a long reliever. Nah, get him out of here. Maybe a long reliever. He flourished Clean. in the bullpen in Detroit. I would put him back in the bullpen. Maybe. He's Hamels is a great cheaper option. Wheeler, good cheap option. But Hamels I'm over. I'm more preferential to the lefty over the righty because they have all the righties. They have Nola, Velazquez, Arietta, um Pavetta. Yeah. All bad. those it's all ugly. those righty it's guys. Ugly. I'd want another lefty, and yeah. if they sign Cole, that's another righty. Yeah. I'd want a lefty, Fun. but either one of them I'll take. Fun little story, though. I, I was chirping Zach Wheeler in the pen this year, and I was, like, yelling at him, like, saying, oh, I must suck to be on the Mets and that you're bald and stuff like that. Good stuff. Classic. Yeah. Yes, classic. Yeah, classic heckles. Classic, like, Citizens Bank heckle in the bullpen. National pass to my mind. But, like, and then he looks up. I was like, ah, you're, you're on the Mets. That sucks. And he's like, yeah, and you're in the stands, bro. Oh, and I was like, all right, you got me. Like, you, he got you. Yeah, but like, that's a win on my part. In You're my in his opinion, head. In my opinion, because I got in his head. He's he's stooping low there. He's You're stooping in his low. Head. So I love like, that. I love that. I wonder if he recognizes me. We have a little little like playful banter. <laughs> a little playful banter. A little <laughs> yeah, friendship. Yeah, remember me? And a little budding like, friendship. Ah, yeah, bro. It was good times. And then he throws nine shot out innings. Onto the off. <laughs> that's not shocking though. On uh, offensive side of the ball, the Phillies were they're more likely to spend their money. Obviously, the top fish, the best hitter in baseball right now, the best yeah. third baseman in the league the best over the past five years. Arguably the MVP this year. Anthony Rendon. They got to throw him a contract. You got to give him something. But, like, do you give him that and tr- – do you not sign Garrett Cole and trust Alec Boehm that he's going to be the lord and savior at third base? Or do you go with the track record of the Philadelphia Phillies and all of our prospects are just going to suck and just go with the surefire MVP, Anthony Rendon? I would agree. It's a, it's a gamble – to pick who you're going to bet, but I think they could get both if they honestly yeah, wanted who to. Knows? Maybe They've got could, the money. Yeah, maybe and, uh, DH comes to the NL. At ma- that point. Hopefully. <laughs> By the end of Bryce Harper's career, it will be, hopefully, yeah, so he doesn't have to play right field anymore. So. Yeah. 
Didi Gregorius is another one for me. Way cheaper than Anthony Rendon. And uh-huh. he's a good hitter. He's a good hitter. He rakes. He's good at A it. short porch and right. Not yeah. as short as Yankees. Yeah, Stadium, obviously, Yankee but a short sure. porch and right field at Citizens Bank. All of a sudden, you're looking at a 30-homer guy. Solid piece. Phillies need another 30-homer guy because yeah. Reese Hoskins didn't do it. Bryce Harper, did he hit 30, right? Yeah, yeah he had 30. Bryce Harper yeah. hit 30. They need another guy that hits 30. You look at these teams that are in the World Series – Alex, Bre- Alex Bregman is a 30-home run candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Jose Altuve could hit 20 home runs yeah. if he wanted to. Michael Brantley could put 15 to 20 out. And we have Sean Rodriguez. George Springer's a power threat. Carlos Correa's blasting him out of the yard. Like, Yuli Gurriel's blasting him out of the yard. The league now. Juan Soto's blasting him out of the yard. Edward Dillon's blasting him yeah. out of the yard. That's how you win in the league. The days. Phillies need more power. Yeah. And they're not getting it from the guys they have. Maybe trade Gene Segura. Put Didi at Put short. Didi at short. Yeah. Didi's going to be better than Gene. Yeah. Um, he already Gene, he Gene, is better everybody than Gene. Her, everybody regressed, and Gene was a big one. Gene was a huge one. Gene, Gene there was one time he was like time he was like in a what five six game hitless streak. Yeah, it was not good. All right, that's nope. all we got for today. That's yeah. episode not much three. Else to talk about. Not much else to talk about. We went into the Phillies, the Eagles. We the went. Eagles have a big game ahead of them on Sunday. Final score prediction for the Eagles on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Um. 2017, Eagles sneak away with a win. I'm going to go 17-14, Bills win. Wow. I don't think the Eagles have enough offense to get in the end zone, and I don't think they wow. they don't have enough defense for sure. They have no threats on offense. I know. <laughs> they really ugly. don't. We're in shambles. Uh, Giants, Lions. Score prediction, I'll go Lions 27, Giants 17. I'll go Giants 14, Lions 31. 31-14. Humongous. I'm picking a big L. Wow. Hopefully this like reverse psychology is it where Dan Jones throws like 303 scores and we upset them. Yeah. <laughs> but probably not going to happen. No. I'm, I've come to terms with that. <laughs> just come to terms. The sooner you realize they stink, just the easier it is. I know. It's so sad. Yeah. Nationals. Astros. Game two tonight. Sixers opener tonight. Sixers on the quest to win the title. Eagles got to bounce back. It's That's episode today. three of the TNG Sports Podcast from my co- co-host Ty Thornton. Close it off. Enjoy, We're off. Enjoy our today. outro music. Enjoy the outro music. We're putting it in. It's fire. I don't know what it's called. I don't know who made it, <laughs> but it's straight heat. Yeah. That's episode three. We'll see you in the next one. Close Catch you off. later. Close it off.